Gerald Mwadiambira is the CEO of the South African Savings Institute, and he's going to be talking to us about how we can enter the Black Friday weekend carefully. Gerald, good morning. Hey, Kathy, and good morning to all the SAFM listeners. I, I think, you know, COVID-19 has thrown a really big span in the works for uh, retailers because not only are they having to uh, get people online to try and look at some of the deals, but I think, you know, there's certainly not been a, as much noise around Black Friday as we would have seen in previous years. Indeed, Cathy. I think um, what you've got this year is also a result of the COVID-19 crisis. But supply chains were constrained throughout the world. So I think the retailers don't have as much stock as they would like to have. So hence why we seem to have a more muted um, view of Black Friday from the retailers. However, they are still doing their usual um, tactics to try and get people to purchase. And we need to be very wary and careful about uh, not getting ourselves into unnecessary debt because of Black Friday. I love how you phrased it, that they're busy with their usual tactics. What are some of those tactics that we as consumers need to be wary of? Well, um, one of the leading phone brands had a special where they had a 10% um, price or 90% price discount on a bundle. And um, they advertised it quite widely that they'd have a flash sale. You could buy things with 40,000 rand for literally 4,000 rand. So immediately mm. the whole world went onto that website. But what they don't tell you in the terms and conditions is that it's only 10 items. <laughs> so, you know, it's, 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 it's those kinds of tricks where people use such mm. a promotion to get mm. you onto their website. But if they told us at the beginning that it's only 10 bundles, most people would not bother because they're gone within 30 seconds. So these yes, are some of the yes, tricks of they course. do. They, they, it's, so it's... it's, it's It's bordering on false advertising because the items are there, but the quantity is not stated and not available. So similarly with big shops, normally what they would do, they do that to get you in the shop. But now because of COVID, it's happening online. Be very careful also when you're online. There are a lot of copycat sites starting to pop up. They look just like the original sites. And often what happens is they're just there to harvest your details. If you're paying with your credit card, rather use a payment aggregator like PayPal. Don't just enter your details. At least there you, your details are not sent mm-hmm. to the merchant. And, and the usual safety, because some of the 50% discounts, even on a major shopping site, I've seen people tweeting about it, that they say 50% discount, but they've actually raised the price by 200% in the last two months. And when they say 50% mm. discount, you're actually paying 50% more than the original price. So um, there are a Gerald, lot of retail Gerald, sorry. going on. Can you just rewind for me? Can you just rewind for me? Did you say that there are retailers who would have increased their prices by around 200% in the last two months? Well, the retailers have been increasing their prices since March. And essentially, yes. um, if you do not shop around on the website, even if it's a, a major website, do not assume it's the best price because I'm seeing a lot of people comparing and saying, look, these guys raised the price. It's much more than the original price. So um, we can't just always assume that 50% discount means 50% discount because it's relative to what you're discounting. And retailers mm. uh, have had the impact of COVID-19 and they're trying to recover. Remember, Black Friday came from um, an accounting term where retailers normally were in the red at this time of the year and they wanted to boost their sales, get back into the black because they used um, pen, red and black pens for accounting. 
And that's where Black Friday came from. It was a way to boost profits. So retailers are not sleeping. They've also lost six months of business, so they will do whatever is necessary to try and recover. Sure. Let's talk about um, just this issue of retailers needing to recover. Under COVID-19, how do you think many are going to be trying to do that? I think also just being aware that um, the emphasis and the focus for many consumers has changed quite drastically over the last couple of months. Look, I think, Cathy, we have to balance the two because the retail sector is a very big sector of the South African economy. So we also want our brothers and sisters who are in that sector to be remain employed. So we need to go out and shop. But what I would recommend is go and buy the things which are normally on your grocery list. So if you get an extra piece mm-hmm. or an extra item for what you would have normally bought, it's not something which you're sacrificing. And that's where you can get value out of Black Friday discounts. However, just simply buying things on the assumption that um, you can either sell them on or because of the fear of missing out, you will definitely end up in a situation where, you know, you, you, you are making a loss. Retailers are also trying to get people into more debt. They know people don't have money. Mm. So I saw an item mm. being advertised for 800 rand, but they want you to pay it over 12 months. And there's mm. like 30% interest. So you need to be very careful. Why would you go into a credit contract or a credit agreement for less than a thousand rand. Be very careful and avoid such um, tactics because they trick you because it sounds like such an affordable amount, 60 or 50 rand a month Mm. for two years. You know, you end up buying the item, but if you look at it versus the cost of the item, you'd have actually paid significantly more. So these are the things we're we're pointing out to say, look, use your normal shopping basket. If you really have fear of missing out, Go look for stationery or school uniforms for your children for January because you would normally be doing that around the time of the year. But uh, do not, Gerald, do not, uh, but that's so boring. Stationery is so boring. Now people must be looking for socks and, and pullovers and blazers. There's no excitement in that. No, look, Cathy, yesterday you were watching <laughs> yourself on TV, on a TV which is perfectly fine. On Saturday morning, you do not need to be watching yourself on a new TV because it wasn't broken, so don't go out and try and fix it. So we're not discouraging people from going out, but we're saying if you're going out on Black Friday, do it for items which Mm. either you had budgeted and prepared for, you've been tracking the price the whole year, so you know it's a fair price and it's a good discount, or conversely, do shopping items which would normally be on your normal shopping Mm. cart. Other than that, I think it would be hard-pressed to justify buying a lot of luxury items at this time of the year, given Mm. the Mm. fact that so many South Africans are suffering and some people have lost jobs or or reduced income. So I would rather say, you know, when you get that, buy one, get one free. Take that basket of free goods, give them to someone who's in need, because there's a lot of people who are silently suffering in hidden in plain sight Mm. here in South Africa right now. Gerald, you've brought up such an, an, an important thing because sometimes when we look at appliances, and I know lots of people love to do that for Black Friday. So, um, you know, you don't need a new TV, but suddenly come Black Friday because you believe you're getting this exceptional TV, uh, this exceptional deal or discount rather on a TV. Guess what you're doing? You're buying a new TV. I mean, is is that the kind of thing that we should be doing right now? Are they just simply 
things that we should not be buying, even though people Look, do have a bit of extra savings on, on the side? I think, yes, you're right, Cathy, because a TV, when they say you move from KK, 2K to 4K to 8K, you won't see the difference because the signal we have in South Africa can only support 2K. <laughs> so you can have a 15K <laughs> or 400K TV, but the technology we are using to broadcast in our country does not support the quality of image which you're trying to get. And these are some of the things we need to be wary about when you buy a new gadget. If you're going to be rushing to buy the latest 5G phone, how much 5G coverage is in South Africa? Are you going to get the benefit? So remember, a lot of these are marketing tools to say, look, latest technology, mm. latest technology mm. where it is supported by the network, where it's supported by the broadcaster. A lot of the time, you know, if you look, switch on a 2K and an 8K TV using the standard public broadcaster signal, you're not going to see a difference because the signal is not enhanced to support that technology. So buy gadgets where you know that you're going to get that extra value and it's actually worth it. Of course, sometimes what people also do is they have their Christmas shopping list, right, that uh, that you try and get done on Black Friday. But over the years, you know, I've been doing a number of stories where people, by the time it's after the, the holiday of the 16th of December, all of those groceries are finished and you need to go back to the shop. <laughs> well, so I don't right. know if it's still mm-hmm. prudent for us to be buying 10 liters of, of, of two liter Cokes if they're going to be finished before Christmas anyway. I think that is a valid point. I think this also speaks to discipline. So if you are saying you are buying for Christmas, try and put those things under lock and key because the children are going on holiday and they're going to start feasting. Before you know it, yes, you're back to square one. So in a way, mm. you know, I guess that's why they give you the free item, Cathy, because they know you're going to consume it <laughs> before Christmas. So you actually do need that extra item. But these are some of the things you are highlighting, which a lot of people simply overlook. You fill your fridge up end of November, hoping that December 25th is still full, and it doesn't always work mm. out that way. But I think, mm. you know, there's a lot of value in Black Friday. It's important for the economy, especially where we are right now, to look out for deals. I've seen a few few financial services companies offering discounts on premiums and things like that. Those are the kind of deals I would actually look for because that that reduction in premium stays with you for the next year. It's not a one-off consumption item and you're actually making a proper saving in terms of long-term cash flows. Gerald, why don't we have a Black Friday for property? I mean, I wouldn't mind a 50% off this property. Or, you know, I mean, I, th- I think that lots of South Africans would be happy to take that up, right? Or even a, a nice piece of residential land um, that also is going for 50% of oh, its wow, usual asking wow. price. Look, I think that would be, that's, that is that is utopia for us. Um Strangely, the banks are very quiet on Black Friday. They don't want to give you any <laughs> yeah, discount. Yeah, you, you, ne- you never hear from <laughs> them. No, yeah, no, an extra hundred rand in your account for not shopping. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but yes, if you can find property and assets um, at a discount, you you should go for them. But you've touched on an important one because of COVID nineteen. Mm. The um, hospitality sector has been greatly constrained in South Africa. So if you are looking for a family holiday or a getaway. There are actually a number of great opportunities and deals on Black Friday just to 
get out of the house because a lot of us have been in the same house, in the same environment, 12 months straight coming to. So it's important that, Mm. you know, you do support the hospitality sector. And there are a lot of deals which are currently on the market for hospitality and leisure right now. Gerald Mwandiambira, we're going to continue our conversation after this. He is the CEO of the South African Savings Institute. Uh, As you're listening to Gerald give us some tips, I wonder what are the things that are going through your mind. I want to hear from you on 011-714-2006. Are the items that you're going to be kicking off your yeah kicking off your list? Basically, I know uh, somebody was saying earlier that this year they're not going to be taking part in Black Friday simply because their finances are tight. And I think that's a situation that many South Africans are also going to find themselves in. But we all know that not having money has never stopped anyone from not going shopping. And that's where the credit and debt then becomes a problem. So we must resist the FOMO that comes with the moment and not be caught up with the moment. We'll continue this conversation after the Hashtag SFM Talking Point. You're live on the talking point. We're talking about Black Friday and some of the tips that we need to keep in mind ahead of tomorrow or the weekend, especially if you're one of those who's going to be taking advantage of some of the sales that are going to be held. Gerald Mwandiambira is the CEO of the South African Savings Institute, and he's been giving us some of his advice on this issue. I want us to listen to the voice notes that you've been sending in hi good day kathy uh, you know one thing that we need to learn about black friday is how they do sales and discounts in america where black friday originated from well because what happens there is that uh, you see the price on the sticker and uh, when you go to the actual teller they then sub they subtract that discounted amount from the amount that is on the sticker itself so say something is $50 and it says 50% off then they would deduct 50% off the price that you see so then you pay $25 so there's no scheming about how they do their discounts unlike here thank you It's such an important point. I remember the the one year, it must have been in about 2012. um, I happened to be in the US at the time of Black Friday and I can't describe what it was like. I couldn't understand just the craziness. I mean, people sleep outside stores and, you know, it's usually your appliance stores, but also those prices are falling at an incredible rate. So you literally are seeing appliances that, for example, if it cost a a thousand rand a week ago, it's now going to cost you 250 rand. And that's why people put so much effort into those prices. Um, Of course, I wasn't buying appliances. I think I did manage to get away with um, a dress or two from the Target uh, because, you know, Target is usually a good place to buy some clothes if you're in the U.S. And when it's on sale, it's already reduced prices. But when it's on sale, my gosh, uh, you can really uh, make off with a lot. So uh, America is really a a good example for what a Black Friday uh, sales should look like. Gerald, let me bring you uh, back into the conversation 
conversation here. When it comes to maybe us using credit, if people are budgeting, they're like, okay, I'm going to use X amount of money, whether it's a loan, whether it's a credit card, um, what percentage should we be monitoring there? Look, I think we need to first know how much we're paying for our credit card. It's amazing how many people, if you ask them right now, what interest do you pay on your credit card, they are totally oblivious. And it's one of the things which we need to advocate for as a savings institute in South Africa, that these numbers are right in big letters um, when you apply. Because in other countries, that's what they do. You know your interest rate. The, in terms of the law, the interest you're supposed to be paying on your credit card is supposed to be 30, 14% on top of the repo rate. And the current repo rate is 3.5%, which means that you shouldn't really be paying more than 17.5% on your credit card. But most people are paying between 20 and 30%. And it's one of those, if you don't actually dispute it with your credit provider, they're going to act like they don't know. But actually, that's what the law actually states, the letter of the law. So know, know your interest rate, because if you want to go for a discounted price, the discount must be such that even after you account for any interest on the price of the goods you're mm-hmm. purchasing, you still have value. So if you're paying 30% interest, it basically means you cannot even look at items where it's a 30% discount because you're actually going to end up paying the same price when you factor in the interest. But obviously, if you're getting something like an 80% or 90% deep discount, it definitely becomes perhaps worth it. But then again, it also depends on your budget, your financial situation. And I'll definitely say, you know, discuss it with your financial planning professional or with your spouse. Mm. Because that's another thing about Black Friday where a lot of disputes are going to erupt in homes when someone arrives with red bottom shoes or um, somebody's gone and bought a power tool. Gerald, let me thank you so much for being part of this conversation today and for the incredible advice that you have uh, given us. I also love the fact that you emphasize uh, our need to also be aware of what's happening in our country. So instead of buying that extra thing that you don't actually really need, you can take that, contribute towards groceries for a neighbor who might be in need, for a shelter that's nearby to where you live. We really shouldn't forget um, about what the rest of society is going through. And I think this is an important moment for us as a country to pull together, perhaps in, in ways that we haven't before, and to show up for each other in ways that we haven't before. So um, I'll, I'll certainly be taking up the challenge. I don't do Black Friday, like I said, um, but I'll be be intentional about it, especially as we get later on into the year and identify whether it's families or charities uh, that I'll continue to support, especially during this period. Gerald Muadiambira is the act is the CEO rather of the South African Savings Institute.